I'm going to warn you, this podcast is habit forming. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Terry Summers podcast. <laughs> So we are well into January, which means we are well into the new year. And I haven't done a lot of talking about those things called resolutions. But before I go any further, I want to give you a picture that you will rarely see of me in your mind's eye. I am back in the studio and I have my headset on, but I am wrapped in a wool blanket. Wool blanket. I live in Arizona, as many of you may know, if you've been paying attention. And you know that it's a place that when you first say Arizona, or you say the Southwest or whatever, you right away go, oh, hot. Well, the desert can get rather chilly um, in general in the winter months. But we have had what they call a cold snap. And uh, like in the neighborhood of, you know, 30-ish degrees right now, uh, probably where I'm at, maybe 35. Let's be fair. Let's not exaggerate. What? Me? Exaggerate? Um, I am guessing. Now, we have concrete floors. Um, sorry, I'm making a little bit of technical noise here being the technician that I am. Um, we have concrete floors. I do use some rugs, but not predominantly. Um, the concrete would be like, you know, laying down on the floor of a freezer. So yes, we have, and we have a block home. And uh, th when it gets cold outside, then the temperature inside mimics what it is outside, but it doesn't go, it doesn't warm up quickly. And conversely, so when it's in the warmer months, when it's hot outside, it gets hot inside and will not cool down quickly. So we're in that mode where it's cold weather. Now, let me say, for those of you who might roll your eyes at me because you know that I say, I love cold weather. I love cold weather. I right now, other than the wool blanket wrapped around my shoulders, am in leggings, a t-shirt, and flip-flops. I live in it pretty much, the flip-flops uh, year-round. And you know, it's cold, but this is abnormally cold or under our norms um, for the state of Arizona. Plus, I am back in um, a space that is off from the rest of the house, like that matters, because I am allergic to uh, forced heating in particular. So we rarely, rarely run it. Talk to my husband about that and you'll get a quick education in aggravation. Um, so, but I'm back in the studio, um, and it's even colder yet. It's off of, uh, well, it's at the far end of the house. There's a garage in the front. And anywho, I don't need to go into describing uh, where it's located uh, unless I needed help somewhat with someone digging me out. But I am chilly. 
I just wanted to say that I'm chilly willy before I get into the topic. But I, I did you did you did you wonder when I started this podcast if what I meant by this podcast is habit forming? Now, one might think, oh, she's thinking that her podcast is so addictive that we have to keep coming back week after week. Wouldn't that be nice if I were to assume that? I'm not going to uh, indulge myself in such grandiose thinking. Um, actually, though, what I this is about is the idea, this podcast will be about, is the idea, which you might have, have figured out, since you know I'm kind of punny, um, that it's about habits. Why would I want to talk about habits? I don't know if you asked that question, but I got the feeling someone was. So let me answer. I am really not crazy about the new year, usually. One is Christmas is over. And I fight that uh, that down feeling because I'm like, you're not going to manipulate me. You're not going to get me, you Christmas lights. I'm not going to have you yank my chain because you're gone for 11 months, 10 and a half anyway. Actually, it's all very true. I really, really get bummed. Um, I try to tell myself the week between Christmas and New Year's, hey, hey, there's another week of celebrating. You don't have to take those lights down. Come on. Hey, you are going to ring in the new year. And I imagine myself standing around in a room of some of my very favorite people with some kind of, for me, non-alcoholic beverage in my hand and looking around across the room room with a misty look in my eye as I see the faces of those that I love and we're together as we're going to ring in a brand new year maybe there's a maybe there's a round of old anxiety on the tip of my tongue in my imagination actually I literally am at home by myself with my dog my three cats and my husband if we are to be truthful did we did we ring in the new year though awake yeah, we did uh, with Ryan Seacrest. Love him. Sweet guy. But uh, all the self-talk that I do didn't get me over the hump this year like it normally does. Maybe I am more sensitive to baloney the baloney that I can maybe be fed by myself. Um, but I I had a harder time this year. Like, uh, no, to be fair, I was coming off of, and I may have said this in a previous episode, I don't know, but I was coming off of a season, short season of being sick, uh, got the flu or something. It wasn't COVID, but it was something. Could have been RSV, I don't know. But it knocked, first of all, my husband on his hiney, and then I caught it from him. And so we were sort of laid up, as they say, over the holiday season. Um, so, you know, when you're not feeling well, even though my emotions are always pretty intact um, in in that way, you know, I don't, I don't 
I don't do a deep dive, I think, very often. And I'm very grateful for that because I know that some people struggle and when they go, they go and it's a nosedive. Um, but I, um, I was just disengaged. One of the things that I think that I suffer from the most, if I were to tattle on myself, is deer in a headlight syndrome. And actually, I don't even know why I say that, because I can't stand that visual of a deer being approached by headlights rapidly approaching him. Yeah, let's find something else. If you have another phrase that I could use other than that, but I, it, it's freezing, I guess. It's a overthinking um, paralysis by analysis. Not crazy about that phrase either, but I am a processor and a processor and a feeler. And the feeling part of me is like fuel for the processing machine. So the more I feel, it's pumping in like gasoline to the uh, processing part of me and maybe even accelerating it. So I can process and question myself into a standstill. And it happens a lot. I feel like I get breakthroughs and I make some progress. But really, I'm back again with a shift in the season or a shift in something in my life. It seems like the shifts make it more prevalent. So you also know that I'm a faith oriented person and anchor myself to my understanding of God and how God loves me and um, the way that I've been created and looking to God for answers, a prayer life, a life of um, connecting with other people who share the commonality of my faith. And um I started praying about it because I'm like, no way. I really felt like I wasn't going to struggle this way anymore. And in my understanding of how God speaks to me, um, it's with thoughts that come to my mind. Now, someone could say, well, you generated those thoughts. M maybe I did all in and of myself. Um, but if I am praying and I'm asking in that form of communication, God, whatever I'm asking for, and then something comes to me, because I have a relationship in my heart of an understanding of, of with the creator, I, hold on for a minute. I fear, hear a weird sound. Hold on. Okay. I don't know. Whatever that was, it did kind of freak me out a little bit. I thought, okay, whoever's trying to get in here and stab me to death is making a lot of noise. They're not very good at their job. And so then I took my headset off and listened carefully and I could hear no more of the intruder. So clearly he was, he or she, uh, was just intruding through my imagination. <laughs> what? Um, I don't remember where I was. Oh, I was saying something to the effect that I, I thought that I had gotten beyond this and I really was feeling like I, I couldn't um, see a way to rah-rah myself. I am a, a 
definitely an encourager. Naturally, I think that that is a gift of mine. Oh, no, I was talking about prayer. Yeah. Okay, it came to me. So in asking, but let me finish the encouraging part. I do think that naturally I'm an encourager. So I was hitting a wall with with encouraging myself. I can do that though. I understand self-talk and I, uh, (laughs) boy, do I, (laughs) the conversations that I have. (sighs) But I, um, I was having a conversation with someone way better than myself, uh, God actually. And I just remember saying, clearly, I even remember where I was. I was standing in my kitchen at the end of a corner and I just put my hands down on the counter and it was like, you know how you would like to turn your head side to side, like what the heck? So I was, I was standing there doing that and I just said, God, I need help. I need you to help me. Because I don't even have the interest in talking myself out of this one or wherever I'm at. Um, I will add a side note, I guess, kind of to defend myself a little bit. And I don't know why I feel like I need to. Why is it when we struggle, we feel like we have to go back and go, oh, well, it's because, oh, see, you don't know. Because, see, this is why I, you know, I don't know, I guess, because we embarrassed of ourselves. There we go. I answered it. But um, I I, I was definitely struggling. Part of it was the new year. Yes. Um, part of it was being sick. Yes. But I also had a possibility, not possibility, it was very concrete offering of work. And that for a self-employed person is money. Uh, No, it isn't just money. It was something that really interested me and I can't quite talk about it yet. But in the, uh, are you interested in this and the reach out and the conversations, um, there was some frustration there because I was waiting for answers. And I'm, I'm of a place in my life where I've always done my work. And then I will help you do your work too. So if you tell me the proverbial you tells me you're going to get back to me, hang tight, I'm going to get back to you. Um, and then I don't hear from you within the time frame that you suggested you would get back to me, then I um, would help you Remember that you said you were going to do that with another follow-up email or to say, oh, we'll remember when you said, or did you have uh, further thoughts on? And it's not that that's bad. It's just that that is one of the cogs in the wheel, I think, that uh, I have, you know, uncovered in my self-exploration of what works and what doesn't work. And I don't want the responsibility of that. I have taken on responsibility, and I think I've shared this with you in my podcast, that in some counseling or therapy that I have had, the counselor said, you know, you have an overdeveloped sense of responsibility. And then we kind of giggled. (laughs) Um, But then he broke down what that actually looks like. And yep, I do. Um, So in recognizing when something is mine and when something isn't, 
And if I were to take on more of that responsibility, how does it, one, benefit me versus weigh on me? I had made a decision this time that I wasn't, since this uh, organization came to me, and it's not an organization, this production company, excuse me, came to me, I was going to let them drive this. And so in the waiting of um, some of their details, I think I did feel like I was waiting. So I wasn't moving forward with other things that I really could have or, or, or just addressing life, right, in the brand new new year. And I didn't make resolutions. And I usually don't necessarily. Um, I think I've shared with you some things that I do do or have done in the past. But so he, we're talking about this prayer, right? I had, I was um, praying and, 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 and I don't know why I'm surprised when I feel like my answer, I get answers to prayer or that I find that something that has come after praying actually is an answer to prayer. Um, he, there's an old joke and I don't even really know exactly how it goes, but somebody is on a life raft, getting ready to go down for like the third time and is praying, God, please save me. And they had something in mind and someone pulls up in a in a boat and says, hey, can I get you in, you know, pull you in? And I don't know, the person that was desperate really was thinking of a, another form of rescue. Um, and uh, they pass, they pass on it. And, you know, an, another opportunity comes and they pass on it in hopes that they were going to get what they had dreamed of in their head. And I don't know if it was a cruise ship or whatever. I don't know. Like I said, I did preface this with, I don't remember the joke, but the point being that um, sometimes we do receive answers to prayer and we just aren't really wanting to recognize that that is an answer. All that to say that about three days later, after I prayed this very specific prayer of God, I just need help. And I didn't even know what I was asking for in terms of help. I got a text message from a friend of mine, kind of random. The last time I had spoke or texted with him, it was in response to a an e-Christmas card that he had sent out of he and his wife, uh, Kathy. And you know this person, if you've listened to the podcast, his name is Jeff Mullen. And Jeff uh, was just sharing about his Christmas and um, his new year. And in that, he just kind of casually mentioned that on a walk, he was listening to this podcast. Not mine, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. But it, um, he asked me if I was familiar with this person and this person's podcasts and books. And it's interesting that I had remembered her name from her first book, which is The Happiness Project. And it came out, I don't know, many years ago, 10, 12 or so more ago. But she um, she has um, a podcast as well. And I can't think of the name of it right now. But if you were to Google her, you could find her. Her name is Gretchen Rubin. And um, of the, uh, she, she is a New York Times bestseller with this um this book called The Happiness Project. She has written uh, a handful of books since then. But let me just get down to the nuts and bolts of of, of this f- part one, anyway, of what I encountered um, from this answer to prayer. So 
you know, when I heard podcasts, I mean, like, shame on me for saying this, because I am in kind of knee deep in one, um, though the season has been light, and I'm kind of throwing myself back into it. Uh, with a weekly episode. I don't listen to a bunch of them. I do, but I wasn't really terribly interested in listening, but she does have a website. And then Jeff also mentioned um, that she, that there was an app out. So I did do, I kind of like, "Mm," there was something, you know, when you bite the bait and it wiggles in your chest that there's, that, that there's a connection. So I, um, I Googled her and I looked uh, at some of her stuff. And I, of course, not of course, but I listened to Jeff and um, there was enough about how she framed things and words that she used that really resonated with me. And I, I think I was just needing something fresh. I am a student of self-help, probably um, in excess. <laughs> Do I apply it? That's for another podcast. Uh, but I, I embrace finding answers for what causes me to stumble, for what uh, brings me pain, um, for what I have um, built this house upon um, faulty foundations or 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 cracked foundations or whatever i i'm I'm ready I'm ready for that and I really do know that I have made many changes and for the good I think we're always hopefully always in a mode of changing as long as we're breathing because we're growing and, um, and flexing and welcoming and escorting out. Um, it's, I think it's just a constant process, I would hope. So it's not like I'm cornered any market or the master or, uh, or queen of change or, or, or no change. But um, I, she, she gripped me. And um, again, let me send you to her uh, website, Gretchen Rubin. I believe it's just straight up Gretchen Rubin, um, if you were to Google that. But um, one of her um, books that you might want to check out if you want to start at the top. Um, I did not because I was interested in some other things is the happiness project. But let me just see. Yeah, it's just GretchenRubin.com. And on that she has some tools and things. But let me just say that prior to um, this kind of answer, right to prayer, I knew that that there was something in me that needed to address my habits. And as I was praying, you know, I'm that is just not a word that I would necessarily gravitate to right away. You know, like, like, um, it's, I mean, I'm a very aware of habits, but I mean, it's just not in my lane to, to, uh, define things by habits, lack of habits, new habits, old habits. But in this prayerful contemplation time, I 
I, I feel like what I heard in my spirit or my mind or however you want to wrap your mind around that was um, it's in the habits. The habits that I have created, that I've lived in and through, and the habits that are out there waiting for me that are better than. And that is actually the phrase that was in my head a little bit. Um, better than. They will serve you better than the habits you've had before. Well, this text comes in. I discover Gretchen. And one of her big components to moving forward in life, she addresses being happy. And of course, we all want to be happy. But in looking at maybe why we're not happy, she kind of begins to unravel some of that and take a look at it. And wouldn't you know, she addresses habits, forming them, breaking them, reestablishing them. How do we do it? And she did, she did the deep dive on habits. And then get this, her book, her most recent publication, there's another one coming out, I believe in March, is called Better Than Before. And I about fell out of my chair, people, right? So that's how I do know that God answered my prayer. To me, you can argue it if you want to. Don't write me emails because I don't care that much. But I knew that I had been given an answer. So I have been doing this um plunge into the deep end of the pool that Gretchen dug for me on habits and how forming habits guide our lives. She said something like 40% of our um, our, our daily life is re- repetition, things that we do repetitively, that we did yesterday, that we did the day before, that we do frequently at 40%. So if you took that 40% and evaluated, is this serving me the habits that I have? And um, looking for to either remove them, um, change them, bring new habits in, your life is going to change, right? Near 50% of the of, of what you're experiencing is going to bring about a change. So if you change your habits, you're changing your life. And I think that's what I was looking for. Um, is I didn't know how to move forward because I really was seeking some change. I knew that I had been around this Ben a handful of times, more than a handful. Who am I kidding? Um, and, and, and I do feel a sense of grace not to beat myself up because I think even in discovering, um, that, excuse me, coming upon that clarity that I've been around the bend here, the same turn that I did hear some grace in my heart on that, that go ahead and take it again if you need to. Maybe there's something new. It's not going to be wasted. Uh, nothing is really wasted. So if I need to take the first part of this year and go around the bend of some old habits that leave me in the very exact same place, but somewhere along the way, even in just simply the repetition, I have walked away with something new, go ahead and do it. Or even if I don't walk away with anything new, 
So the grace gave me the opportunity to take a deep breath to just even begin to pray. Um, But I believe the answers did come. So it really is all in the habits. And I'm going to break some of that down in my next episode. So that's why I teased you. (laughs) That's why I outclevered myself by saying that um, this this podcast was habit forming. <laughs> okay, I am cheesy. And I don't think that we need to debate that. And I can see you raising your eyebrow. But just listen to, to me till I wrap this up. Come back. And let's go through this idea of making new habits and what it might take. And in the meantime, go check her out. She has some tools uh, to do that. Um, let me, I I will just say this. One of the things that broke up the mojo for me is one of her challenges in the year 23, 2023 is to daily go outside for 23 minutes. And it had occurred to me because I'd been ill and then rolling into the cold weather and, um, just kind of in this fog and funk that I hadn't really been outside. For, for very, for any length of time. So just that challenge that was sort of way out on left field for me was enough to go, yeah, <laughs> you're going to at least do that. And so um, I started on one twenty three twenty three, which was yesterday. I started my uh, stepping into that commitment excuse me, I just burped. So sorry, forgive me, Um, of going outside for 23 minutes, at least. And uh, there's a tracker on her um, app that will help you keep track. And I learned a lot of things about me, I um, are are confirmed a lot of things about me just in taking a look at some of the stuff on her website. So if you're not up for buying a book, if you don't want to hear the podcast, go take a look at her website, and then come back and listen to my podcast. And let's chew on this idea of habits next week together. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope that my podcast is habit forming in a real way. Thanks, y'all. Bye.